July 19, 2021. It's a lot for Pedro Show.
show happy monday start off with uh, john Coltrane with miles davis doing fran dance live and then super body with unusual uh not man alone because of those uh engineers in estonia with their skype and software invention i want to say uh welcome aboard caleb dills that pronounced right? Hey, thanks for having me, Mike. Okay. That is pronounced correctly. Okay. Because uh, I don't want to, you, you deserve respect. Now I don't want to fuck up your name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got to thank for the Connect uh, Brutal Sound Effects crew. Is that right? I uh, believe Evan Lipson. That's it. Bass man. Now, yeah, I think a Knoxville, I think a Knoxville resident. My yeah. memory sometimes really he bad, Caleb. Yeah, in fact, Mike Baguetta yeah, no just problem. helped uh, Mike Baguetta just helped him move like a big sweaty uh, truckload of uh, labor. But anyway, let's get into your. Uh, <laughs> thank you, brother Evan, for the connect, though. Um, but I've, I have had a lot of brutal sound effects people lately, so I'm just grateful for everybody because uh, my musical uh, thing has been widened so much by all the great connects that have been made. Caleb, bring your earliest musical memory, please. Man, most of my early musical memories, um, you know, at my house, it was kind of like the Quiet Riot music video thing, right? So anytime I played music, uh, my parents hated it. So um, I guess earliest music memory is my father, uh, you know, telling me to turn the guitar down. <laughs> when I, probably when I was like 12. Ah, so you, you, you're playing guitar at 12. Yeah, yeah. How'd that happen, Caleb? About that age. How'd that happen? Um, man, I liked uh, liked music at an early, you know, got into I guess Nirvana and that type of stuff because my age. But uh, just saw those guys wanted to play guitar, and 
that's that's where we're at. Okay, the pad you grew up in. Was there musical instruments before that guitar came? No, no. My family is a non-music family. Not even listeners. No, not really. Other than like, uh, <laughs> so it isn't like a kind of music. It's just music in general. Yeah, they're not really music fans for the most okay, part. Okay, okay. Um, pretty boring. <laughs> but it's trippy where we all come from to get where we are now. That's why I like uh, discussing with people because it seems oh, there's a million yeah. different ways to do music, you know, and where you come from. So uh, I think I think I just wanted to piss my parents off. Okay, that's good. That's I think that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the first record you bought with your own money? Oh man, it was uh, Modest Mouse's "Good News for People Who Love Bad News." <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay, I remember that title. That was the first. Okay, and the yeah, first gig you saw? Man, um, I went to a local venue here, and it was a shitty punk band um, from Philadelphia called Bedneric. I don't know if they still exist, but um, saw a lot of really bad punk bands. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I mean bad in the best way possible. Well, yeah, the way I use it, you know, because, right, I'm born in 1957, so it's like the Jim Brown, right? Good, bad, bad, good. Yeah. Okay, I'm bad. I'm super. In fact, I think he had a song called I'm Super Bad. <laughs> uh, super bad. Yeah, let me ask you, uh, at school, were you in the choir or the marching band or shit like that? Man, um, yeah, well, yeah, I haven't thought of this in a while. When I was in middle school... I tried to play saxophone, and um, I, <laughs> man, yeah, I'm really digging into my family here, but uh, I pissed <laughs> off my parents, and they, they sold my saxophone, oh, so, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so there's some trauma for you. Yeah, a little drama, a little trauma, I mean, the whole, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I still can't play saxophone either, so. Yeah, but you, you, you did some of that, and the school yeah, had a, a program. Bit. yeah. Most definitely. Okay, and uh, okay, you got that guitar. Was it electric or acoustic? Man, uh, the first guitar I had was a like one of those shitty like Starcasters, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I had a fifteen watt like Gorilla practice amp. Ah, I had a Gorilla bass practice amp once. Five bucks for my Man. pawn shop. I want another one. I would actually want another one. I might need to pick one up. They're pretty. The ones that, that's like bad in a good way too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you know, not not after school. I graduate, but after school in the afternoon, did you do the garage band, basement band, bedroom band thing? Yeah, man. Um, nothing. Thankfully, none of it's recorded. <laughs> uh, yeah, I tried uh, multiple times. You know. Just playing with friends, just uh, standard punk music, I guess, for the most part. Um, just a bunch of Ramones ripoff type stuff. It was original, but real derivative, you mean? Oh, yeah, man. Pure derivative. Okay. Well, shit, me and D. Boone, all we did was copy songs. We didn't know anybody who wrote their own songs when we were teenagers. Not till movement. Same. You know. Yeah, you know, uh, humans go through phases, trends, and shit like that. We were in a bad end of the cycle, <laughs> but in a way, what type, it, of, uh, what type of stuff? Well, when I met D. Boone, the only uh, rock and roll band he knew of was Creedence. That's why I ended up wearing the flannels 
because I couldn't figure out the bass lines oh. when his mom wanted me to be a bass player. So I thought if I wore the singer's shirts, he would still like me. <laughs> we were Did 12. <laughs> anyway, back to you. So these was these were these practice bands, or did they ever do gigs? I think we lost him. Sorry about that. Um, He's back. He's yeah, back. What, I'm back. Round two. Um, yeah, locally, I played um, shows. We had a venue in Dalton called B Venue, and uh, just like a only you know like a five dollar cover type place, all ages um, venue. And I, I played shows there a couple of times. Like your first gigs ever? Yeah, yeah, first ones ever. Can you remember your first gig, Caleb? Yeah, uh, it was to like two people, right? Like the sound. <laughs> yeah, we call those character builders. <laughs> I've had a lot of character building. Got a nice patina. <laughs> okay, and what was the band called? Um, man, the the first one I ever did was called. Um, it was called the local six six six. Pretty good, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, was there success? Were no, both people happy? Were, no, it was a failure. Okay. No, failure, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, like they bailed? The two people bailed? Yeah, uh, pretty bad stuff, man. Okay. Well, you got to start somewhere, right? Jesus, got to get wet to learn how to swim, I hear. And so yeah. you got wet. Okay. Uh, what about recording? Recording-wise, and I wish I still had some of this stuff, I had a uh, Tascam Porta Studio MK, like the big gray four-track cassette recorder. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I would record stuff. That That's how I ended up getting into the super body thing, I guess, is uh, I would loop things and play by myself on that a lot. Um, and I guess I was probably 15, 16. You're talking about a one-man band. Yeah. Yeah, in some ways more efficient, huh? Yeah, and you don't have to deal with other people's bullshit. <laughs> right? Good point. <laughs> great, great point. And so, you mean in a way this four track becomes like an instrument or a bandmate? Oh yeah, man. The studio to me is that—that's my favorite instrument. Um, I've—I uh, really like. Uh, it's crazy, man. Those four tracks used to be worthless, and now you know people. You can, those are going for like almost a grand now. Oh yeah, I know, I know. Insane. I know. And uh, they sound like shit, but in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, humans and gear fetish, right? Oh yeah. Some it's it's sort of like the uh, I don't know, like if if you looked at a, a pocket knife, and you're going to whittle, right? So the art is in the pocket knife what you're going to whittle with it. But we get caught up in just the pocket knife part. <laughs> yeah, man. It's all, uh, it's all about the utility of it. And, uh, yeah, it is kind of, it's like a pocket knife that costs a whole lot of fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Look, you're, you gave me mostly super body stuff. I want to play uh, hands up. Thank you. 
there's another one, and there's another one. Oh, my last name again, and I ain't coming down for no one.
Pedro Show, that chunk of music started off with Superbody, doing Hands Up, which is, there was a great song from, uh, yeah, that, that cat, Roy Gallagher, called Hands Up, I saw them blow away uh, Jeff Hotel in the uh, early 70s, middle 70s, uh, after that, Obama's pregnant with, is this the start of it all? They just gave me a new collection of their stuff from their archive. Thousands of tunes. Bob Bucko after that, Bob Bucko Jr., glued on. Then uh, Chat Pile with uh, Roots, Bloody Roots. That's brand new. Parallel System, System 27, Rambutan Proj. This is with Russ. Waterhouse, Mary Staubitz, Walker Martin, Rob Foreman, Mike Griffin, Auntie Tolvi, and Eric Hardiman. A lot of cats. Morton Tears. Political CB from his new, uh, 
album, Great Cat, Warm Tears, Drummer Man, Studio Man. Uh, Calibos. Calibos? Calibos? I got to see how to pronounce that. Uh, out of uh, Irvin, Texas, right? Co- uh, Cocobolo Noonchucks. <laughs> That's a title. A co-ed with Future Days in Vuce, El Poder, Tolurco, and then finally, Superbody with Patricia. Okay, so I'm, I'm, uh, I want to get this straight. The stuff that leads up to Superbody. So you're not 15. You're still doing uh, these guitar bands, like the Local 66 and stuff. Caleb? Oh, I lost him again. Man, am I coming through all right? Now you are. There we go. Okay. Um, yeah, man. I played in uh, just local punk bands, um, recorded my own stuff, and leading up to Superbody, I guess the most um, successful punk band I was in, it was a band called Top Bunk. It's um, <laughs> a great name. <laughs> yeah, and I played... Uh, I didn't write any of that. They, I, I was just... Rec- recruited as a bassist for touring oh bass how did you yeah, get on bass man i'm i am a okay bassist i'm not great that is not my main instrument at all yeah um, but how, how'd you I get into I, it did you go, go over from guitar or? yeah well i guess recording on your own um you oh know, yeah you I, gotta learn how to play yeah, everything yeah i always liked bass so y'all you had to have a good bass line um yeah, I'm into that. Lacking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, a little man, prejudiced gotta... that way uh, towards bass. Yeah. Uh, what was your first bass? Can I ask you? Yeah, it, it, it's a funny bass to have. My older brother uh, was really into, like, Blink-182 and had one of the, like, signature Mark Hoppus Fender basses. Okay. <laughs> so he bought that to try to play music and kind of gave up on it. And just had that laying around the house, so that was the bass that I used. Ah, you still got it? Um, yes. Okay. And what kind of amp? Still laying around. Um, for that, I was using an Ampeg uh, when I, when I toured, but at the house, actually, once again, just had like a shitty <laughs> yeah, uh, practicing. Yeah, fifteen watt. Can, can, uh, you say it's just laying around, but do you ever compose with it? Uh, the bass, yeah, I still do. Well, no, a lot of people don't. A, a lot of people don't compose on bass. But when you said the song's got to have a good bass line, I'm wondering. Sometimes does the bass part come first for you? Yeah, man. Anytime I'm doing a track, the first thing is drums and bass um, for the type of music I normally do. Yeah. Because um, a lot of that, a lot of the super body stuff's dance, like dance based music. So, you know, the bass is essential. Absolutely. And, and and tell me the story, Superbody. Well, the band Top Bunk, which was this uh, punk band, uh, it was me and this, this other cat, Greg McCurry, and he he was the one who was a songwriter in that, recruited me, and then we were doing that, looking around at punk bands, and then we, were, we got really fucking sick, of, of <laughs> jaded of punk musicians, right? Okay. Being like on that circuit, we just got really jaded and decided we were just going to go home and record and try to make dance music, you know, um, as opposed to straightforward slop, like, you know, we were doing sloppy punk band stuff. You know, we had to tighten up. So Yeah, it seemed like 
because you probably weren't aware of 70s punk, except maybe some records probably. And there was a lot of variety. Not everything was just trying to play fast guitar music. Yeah. But then yeah, it kind of totally. got, I could see how it got kind of same-o, same-o, right? It, it became a genre, right? Yeah. Well, it gets, uh, when you look at the 70s punk bands, man, there's there's that variety. And I guess with younger people looking back, they, they miss certain parts of it, right? Like yeah. not every band was just a sloppy punk. You know, you had no. very tight, um, ba- you know, a lot of, there's a lot of punk bands that are bass-driven. And yeah, yeah, like right. Out a lot. Well, some of them, like the pop group, were total funk bands. Man, uh, see, I love. The pop- Oops, we lost you again. Hey, the pop group's incredible, man. Yeah, That's they are a huge influence on uh, Minutemen. And then, as far as maybe not so funky, but really tight for little parts, we got that idea from Wire. So two England bands had a huge, and and you know. The, the cartoon version of what people call punk, they might not call them punk bands. Yeah, and then as I've gotten older, you know, those are my favorite ones to go back to. Um, like, I listen to Wire more often than going back, which, I mean, there's still great stuff and, you know, Black Flag and oh yeah, um, yeah. hardcore stuff, but, man, it just some of the, I just like the more danceable stuff. Yeah, yeah, so you and your buddy, you want to, yeah, get off the tour circuit and start recording some dance music. Yeah, and, you know, beforehand, we would go, you know, we, uh, for that band, we weren't self-producing it. You know, we were going into standard, going in, playing your songs, recording them, instead of sitting down and trying to record, um, you know, yourself. Yeah, right, So, you know, once you're doing it yourself and you're not having to pay for time, you can do whatever the fuck you want, right? Yeah, yeah, that's one good thing about the technology thing. Yeah. Right, nobody's breathing down your neck, and yeah, the clock ain't running, and yeah, it, 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 I remember Minutemen recordings. They were basically gigs in front of microphones. Insane. Yeah, because you know, just you know, have drive up to Hollywood, all that. Yeah, it was, we Jamie Cano was not just a slogan. <laughs> it's a fucking way of life. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the first Superbody song you guys wrote? The first one we wrote was called Call Me That, which I believe was one uh, that I sent you. But Yes, we're going to uh, play it next hour. Yeah, that is the first one wow. recorded. First uh, one recorded, but also wrote? It's funny. Like, yeah, first wrote. Well, the way we would do it, man, was we would write it as we recorded. Um, because it's just, too, you know, it's us two trying to do uh, every instrument. So we would create these loops and instrumentals and then then create the vocals on top. So, first one wrote and recorded. Wow. Tricky process. Uh, but, uh, I mean, everybody's got their own way and I'm really interested and that's why I, I, I try to get people... Ex- I mean, you know, some people say, why do I, you want me to talk about the music, Watt? That's why we made the music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I just like... I think the whole thing is very interesting and everybody's individual takes on the stuff yeah well for us it was um honestly we had put you know toured played a bunch of shows and then decided you know we're just gonna make music put it on the internet and if people want it we did it backwards you know we didn't go play shows first we recorded these songs and then if anybody wants to hear it they'll book us <laughs> and okay the, yeah so we did it opposite right right we, yeah, we well, we put out records basically to get gigs. 
I think there was a lot of backward stuff with the movement because it seems the other way is like only for it gets kind of elitist, you know. Oh yeah, man, and that that we just we're jaded on a lot of the DIY touring stuff, and we decided we decided if people want us to play, they'll they'll ask and we'll we'll come. You okay, know? yeah. Not, well, I think that's very considerate of the listeners and gig goers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, July 19th, 2021, Dish Watt Pedro Show. Uh, special guest, Caleb Dills. Hold tight for hour two. July 19th, 2021, second hour of the Watt for Pedro Show. <laughs>
feel like I've been here before Is it something that I can do? I gotta make it, make it up to you Let me know, down that Pedro Show start off the second hour with Dishes from Superbody. Then I want to see the bright lights tonight. Ben uh, Salter featuring Van Walker. It's out of Tasmania. Sam Locke Ward featuring Todd Bowser. Take some comfort in the flood. Uh, from Iowa City. And then finally Superbody with Stupid, Stupid, Stupid. <laughs> so... Yeah, these titles. When when uh, Superbody writes, are the titles last or first? Uh, man, almost all. Uh, I guess titles come last. Um, well, actually, funny you bring that up. Stupid, stupid, stupid is the only one that is the opposite because we just wanted to name a song that and then wrote a song around that idea. But everything else after. Okay. I ask that because I always have to start with the title. Like hardly anybody I ask does it that way. I'm always backwards. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, that's a, I think that's a good, a good way because just, uh, we thought how funny it'd be to name a song, stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, and then one of the songs you played earlier, Patricia, we had the idea yeah. of writing a love song to a, a girl's name who, you know, kind of an ugly girl's name. Right. Right. <laughs> Well, Pat can be a what? Oh, fucking Robocall bastards! I should have. I didn't want it ringing. That's why. So, hey, well, Pat can be ambiguous, be right? If you don't put the yeah, Trisha yeah. part on it, yeah. So, uh, well, it's always good to write songs of, around someone's name because then you leave the opportunity open. Like that could be a girl named Patricia. Like, that could be her only love song, right? She's going to love that. Sure, sure. And, and speaking of words, do you have a reservoir or do you uh, write to order? Um, man, right. Uh, kind of kind of depends. I mean, I guess get some lines that you hear in conversation or you think of and you have in the back burner. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, sometimes the words just come. Um as you're writing, you know? Right, but, well, some cats, they keep a notebook or some shit, right? Yeah, I'm not organized enough to be able to do that. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. I usually write to order. Like, okay. That's why I need the title first. If I got the title, it gives me a focus, you know, or anchor point. Maybe it's because I compose mostly on the bass. I don't know. But yeah. uh, that's why I need a focus thing. And yeah, I don't have notebooks full of poems and or lyrics or p- potential lyrics. But some yeah, some people wanted, do. I've always I've always wanted to work with somebody who's like that. So um, if you're listening, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> you got if you got journals, you got uh, and it's good shit. Uh, let me know. Yeah, <laughs> and and wh- and what about the rhyming part? Does it is that important? Um, really, what's the most important other than rhyming is which is going to sound kind of uh, sometimes. A lot of well, a lot of the times when writing any of any of these songs, uh, we kind of go off this weird syllable count type thing, where uh, you know, like Scatman John. Are you familiar yeah. with that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, all the Superbody stuff. Me and Greg would sit there, the other the other cat that I was playing with, and we'd have the music going, and then try kind of like sing scat over it with nonsensical words right and then slowly those become real words you get one word that's good and then you write off of that word ah okay so yeah one thing there's kind of a process it kind of by by, it's the beat of the music right so you uh, get the phrasing going yeah yeah interesting instead of the other way around just trying to force words over the music right it's it's uh, almost like you're uh you're figuring out the landscape by traveling on it. Yeah, it's well, it, and it also once again this helps so much. Be like you're recording yourself because you know we could just sit there for hours letting it loop. You know, you right, let right. it loop and keep going, and then you find one good part thanks to digital te- technology. You can go, wait, that's good. Right, Cut right. That, put that here. Let's yeah. Yeah, isn't that trippy? That's something about way different than the old days. You didn't have like this graphic. Uh, analog or this parallel universe where you could treat music like they're objects like you're yeah. painting yeah that that that's that's really trippy i mean i yeah, still use it to mainly like tape recorder but especially with the editing yeah it's whole i want to play uh you said the first song you guys wrote and recorded was call me that yes sir let's play it <laughs>
I'm a solo quarantine. It's someone she met back at Ohio University. It's so good catching up. He said though he did most all the talking, saying something about the weather and the feather in the leather he's carving. On the midnight call from a solo quarantine. On the midnight call from a solo quarantine. Been staying up late, thinking too much. Left a job I hate. Hope it's cool I got in touch. Sometimes I feel like the walls are closing in. Sometimes I feel free from the life that I lived. She's taking a call from a solo quarantine. It's someone she met back at Ohio University. It's so good catching up. He said though he did most all the talking, saying something about the weather and the feather in the leather he's carving. On the midnight call from a solo quarantine. On the midnight call from a solo quarantine. Katie, I'm glad. I still have your number. It's been so long. I'd love to see you this summer. I got this spot on Pudding Bay. It's not a lot, but it's good to get away. She's taking a call. From a solo quarantine, it's someone she met back at Ohio University. It's so good catching up. He said though he did most all the talking, saying something about the weather and the feather and the leather he's carving. Thank、you
Walk for Pedro Show. Start off that chunk of music with first super body song ever, people. Recorded and written. Call me that. Whatever. <laughs> uh, that's a great title, too. And Sophie Dup- uh, Palais, after that, 2001. DK, not Dead Candies people, but a cat over in Holland. Calls himself DK. Full Consciousness. The Haves are once again together from Variant. That's brand new. Uh, I think that's from the Ukraine. Lunar Rover, quarantine version from the Ophelias. Uh, Kiwi Jr., give me more. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> no yeah, I put those next to each other for some irony, people. I don't really want more. Uh, tr- tr- Trumper, Trapper Shoop with Solo Quarantine. Yeah, what's the other way? <laughs> I guess there's group ones. Herds. <laughs> Psalm ninety six twelve. Now this 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 is different. This is Healing Arts Center, spelled England way. Enlighten us, Caleb. <laughs> that is um, that that is relatively new. Um, I started working on. This is like complete opposite of Superbody. This is not pop. You know that was pop based music. This is more yeah. um, aesthetic based uh, stuff. Uh, Trying to start a cult here, and Healing Arts Center is the name of a new age center in Athens, Georgia. Kind of weird and culty place, so I started trying to think of college uh, town, right? Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah, Georgia Bulldogs. Man, that's my alma mater. <laughs> I was one time. I was, you know, the other big, big school is uh, Yellow Jackets, right? Georgia Tech in yeah. in, in Atlanta. I guess a, they have the big football game, and these guys had banners that said "Piss on them dogs." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, okay, so okay, so it's named after a new agey cult place. Okay, yeah. So this project, uh, but let's go back to that that, that super body uh, project because um, or band collab because you uh, were saying off air something about recording writing this first song. It was a big dealio. Yeah, man, we wrote, we wrote the song, and then we we heard it, you know, as we were working on it, we're like, what the fuck is this, you know? Kind of like, uh, we on, we're on to a new sound, and uh, it made us want to, uh, made us want to, we're like, okay, this is what the band's going to sound like. We're going to build our band around this song, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like this. It's like the project got its own persona. Yeah, well, we didn't know what the fuck we were even going to sound like in the first place. Right. And we both came from punk backgrounds, and then we started working on that, and we're like, this sounds weird. <laughs> you know? We right. Well, were you aware of stuff like Throb and Gristle? Oh, man, I love Throb and Gristle. Okay, okay. Because that's 70s punk. Yeah, man. No, there's like, you know, in retro, we, Superbody got compared to Squeeze a lot. And I was unaware of Squeeze, and then I got turned on to that because somebody was like, hey, you guys sound like Squeeze. But, uh, yeah, we, intent- we weren't going into, like, trying to make a certain sound when we were doing that. We were just kind of jamming. Right, right, and organically trying weird. to find your voice, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, because it seems like music kind of got in a, in a dead uh, rut, rut. So... Yeah, I've, I've done the same kind of things. Just put yourself in a freaky, let the freak flag fly and see what, uh, you know, turns up. Yeah, man. 
and it was uh, very glad that happened. If we we could have came across a different sound that I maybe I wouldn't have liked it, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> of course, of course, and that's one of the things about being self-sufficient, uh, right? You can make them decisions, and they matter. If you're in somebody else's like clown car ride, oh my god. Oh yeah, man. And then that the first uh, the first record that we made, which that that song is on. Um, it's like a, we we were recording that on the Tascam, and we had this process of use like the cassette recorder, and we had a process of bouncing certain tracks out of the computer into tape, and it was all this weird shit man that just because we didn't know what the fuck we were doing you know? like <laughs> we didn't know what we were really doing and uh it ended up sounding cool right yeah that that but that's a bitching thing when that happens oh it's amazing you know right you know, what's it called the law of unintended consequences it's not always negative <laughs> no man that's that's what that's what keeps me uh that's what gets me out of bed in the morning Beautiful, Caleb. We're at the end of the second hour, July 19, 2021 edition. Watt Peter, show special guest, Caleb Dills. Hold tight for hour three. July 19, 2021. It's the third hour of Watt for Pedro show. If you fly,
Rock for Pedro Show. We start off the third hour with Wings for Two from Superbody. Then Viking out of Netherlands. I took your name. A Mold Omen. Brand new. Well, it ain't brand new. It's, uh, they, uh, they released some stuff they put out on other labels. These guys are all Baltimore. I'm a big fan. Egg in 1505. And then Farm, Pharma, Farm Acoustic. I'm guessing, with a tune called Freight. And this is off a great compilation, Building a Better Reality. Uh, Brett Gutzeit, out of Milwaukee, put this out, and uh, all kinds of bands. And I just did a uh, collaboration with him. I gave him some bass. And I put to robot drums that were pretty fucking rocking. Uh, some of these drum things now ain't going to replace a good human, but... Some trippy shit. And then, and then here's another uh, thing you gave me, Caleb, that ain't super body. Taurus Interconnect and a tune called Fluid Animation. Enlighten us, please. Um, this is another thing, just doing it on my, this is, this is just me on my own. Um, actually, this will be the first appearance of this one. Um, but I'm making synth music um, by myself, just unstructured um just trying to play with sounds more than uh, more than songwriting, I guess. This is just complete sound fun, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, who was on the synth and uh, super body stuff? That was me. Okay, okay. So this isn't your first stuff into synth. This is just like more developed. Yeah, that was all to yeah. Aiden Abet dancing, right? Yeah. Um, got really, I'd say now my main thing is recording and synthesizers. I record other people's shit, too. Um, I just, uh, got really into playing with synths. Um, I still play guitar, but my, uh, just so fun, man. I mean, there's so much you can do. It's really limitless with technology now. And I can easily just sit there and stare at a fucking screen turning knobs for eight hours. <laughs> not even realize that. I've so done so, it, so you know? your pad is a studio too. Yeah, man, we got. I got a studio set up in here. That's great. I mean, like even drummers. That's the one thing I can't do. Yeah, that's the same with me. I can do everything but drums because I'm in an apartment. But I, I have a workaround with that. I work at a radio station here, and uh, if I need drums, I, I have the keys, so I can just go in there and track them. Oh, bitching! That's a resource. Yeah, that is a great resource. So. How is Taurus Interconnect different than Healing Arts Center? Um, well, I besides sounding a different. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I have all these little projects where I just post shit on the internet. Yeah, and I don't even attribute it to my own name. Kind of just to fuck with people. Um, oh, okay. You're a little <laughs> so, provocative. A little provocative. Yeah, though. it's it's fun, man. That's like you can just post so much shit on line. Um, you know, that's one, there's so much shit to sift through. I don't know if people actually listen to it, but, you know, it's like the Healing Arts Center stuff. Like, I, I promote that as a cult. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that's like kind of this other dimension. Arts- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not coming from me. It's coming from a, a cult. You know what? Group, we right? were talking about Throb and Gristle, and I think after that, Genesis had something called Psychic TV that was kind of like that. Man, I love psychic TV. Okay, you know. That is my shit. Yeah. He, I got to meet him a couple times. <laughs> interesting, interesting uh, 
person. <laughs> I want to play. Uh, you gave me some super body to finish up. And this ain't a, this ain't. I remember there was a Neil Young. I had an eight track called Harvest. And <laughs> which is a great. Yeah, that's a great. Album. Yeah, and you can't copyright a title anyway, so don't worry. <laughs> Oh. 
I think I've truly found myself. What's the point of that? You know, it's just music is this feedback loop. Watch for Pedro Show. Last music for this edition. Super body with hard harvest starting off that chunk. Then uh, the plaster men from uh, I think Ithaca, College Town, New York State. Blitzed in the Blitzkrieg. Leah P. Leah and Matt was on a Saturday show. Didn't have time to fit in this live at soup. And uh, I think they they they, they uh, were telling me they do gigs with just pedals, <laughs> like pedals feeding pedals. And uh, interesting, super body with uh, memories finally, and uh, so so super body kind of on hold, or do you always have it at the ready? Man, uh, at the present, it is on hold. Um, I was I, I moved to Athens, Georgia, um, and then the other cat he uh, relocated to Atlanta and started. I was busy getting my degree, um, realized I needed health insurance. So, uh, <laughs> had, to, had to get, had to get health insurance so I could, uh, went to school for two years, kind of put that on hold. And he continued touring as a one man band. And we, we, even though it was just me and him, we played shows, man. We had, uh, you know, we had like four people with us, uh, who would play live actually shout out to, uh, you had him on the show, Dixon Blake Callahan. Oh yeah. Um, he pl- yeah, man, he played guitar for us live. Incredible musician. Yeah, um, he was a great guest. Yeah, man, really talented cat. Um, but yeah, it kind of, who knows? Maybe something will come of it now that that's completed. But uh, the other guy, the other guy. You mean if I would have went to a super body gig, I would see six people up on the stage? Oh yeah, man, we threw a party. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just shit coming out of a computer. Right? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say press and uh, the space bar to crapped up. Yeah, that was not it, man. It was, at, first it was, at first it was that, uh, but then you know our first show was just yeah. me and him, and then um, people every that 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 was the beauty of it, man. Is doing it in this backwards way made people want to play with us. Instead of having ah. to try to recruit six people, all these pe- all the people who wanted who were involved were fans of it. You know, they were like, "Oh man, you got to be able to do. You have, have to be able to make these songs sound like the recordings." Yeah. Um, so we were able to do it, man. So by people volunteering, yeah, you had motivated people. It wasn't like a slave ship kind of bullshit. No, man. It, yeah. We all had a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, that's on hold. And in the meantime, you're doing these little trippy things to blow people's minds. Yeah, man. Just trying to fuck with people. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things. But you're like, you're, you're like in the lab, right? And, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Who, who was, there was a rapper guy like this, Dr. Octagon, and uh, he's got a lot of different names. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? I, no, I got to check that out. Yeah, this guy... Uh, God, why can't I think? But he'll have different personas, and uh, but it's the same guy, you know. Doing, but the personas have kind of different music that go go with it. Doctor Octagon's just one of these uh, kind of manifestations, and yeah, why can't uh, all kinds of music be like that, right? 
Yeah, well, this is I didn't bring up this band, if you can call it a band. Uh, this is here's a funny story. When I was, I guess I was probably like 18 or 19, and I was part of this noise, I guess shock rock group called John, just the name John. And what we would do is we would get on, we would get on these shows, and I think they would expect a band to play, and we we literally uh, we would the goal was to always get. To get kicked out of the venue <laughs> and uh like once we uh one performance we had george foreman grills and like fucking six or seven george foreman grills and uh we got we had full frozen fish like with eyes and everything still in them and we just threw them that was the performance man we were like burning all these fucking fish in the diy space and <laughs> reading passages from the Bible and just having like bass and guitar feedback. And yeah, man, we always got kicked out. We always succeeded. They weren't frozen for long, right? No, man, we blew the fucking power. So there was an odor to it. In. Was there an odor to yeah, it? Yeah, man. Oh, it leaked. They had to clear the place out, man. Where can people find you on the internet? Do you have a website? Um,. If, well, I'll promote, uh, if anybody wants to get in touch, uh, com. That's a, that's a project with Evan Lipson. That's the most active thing I'm doing. Angel right Fire now. sites. Those are, talk about 90s, right? Oh, man. If you go to that website, you'll get a fucking kick out of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole thing in and of itself, man. Well, look, man, you know. You can't, you say you like coming up with weird music to blow minds. Send it to the Watt for Pedro show. I'll play it like crazy. That's one of my main missions and goals of having the show. Well, hell yeah, man. Okay. I'll, I'll be sure to send some. Yeah, and, and Brother Evan, thank you so much for the connect. Come on, it's a big honor to have you on. I want you to keep on keeping on. Safe seas, brother. Honor to be here. See you, Mike. Okay. People, July 19, 2021, here's the Watt Pedro show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>